0: what is up everyone and welcome back to episode 40 of the non-stop baseball 40. podcast another landmark oh my goodness 40 episodes oh my how many days of content have we produced crazy to think about uh, maybe I, like two maybe two <laughs> yeah hey uh, that's a lot you could listen to all of our episodes and be busy for like two whole days. That's crazy. That's, that's pretty crazy. Wow. But yeah, I am Noah. I'm here, uh joined by two hosts. Got oh, Brian wow. and Adam. Brian, how's it going?
1: It's going great, man. I finally gotta watch the Raiders play a meaningful playoff game for the first Ooh. time in my life. How just go? to be uh I mean it went about as expected so both my teams and baseball and football made the playoffs and both had heartbreaking losses
2: oh tough, yeah tough. sometimes that's just how it be yeah Adam, i mean how are you doing i'm doing great because i don't have a team in the playoffs <laughs> um which means i get to watch from the outside looking in and make fun of everybody
0: oh see i just don't care about american football so it's uh, it's, it's pretty good for me um uh, but you know Let's jump right in. We're gonna get it started. We're gonna check in on the hot stove. Oh, 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 yep. Not, uh, it's as hot as normal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's we're still locked out. The all, only hot stove news we got is that Gregory Polanco has signed with the Yomiuri Giants. Crazy, <laughs> massive <laughs> news.
1: I mean, the stove was hot for reporters, though. That is true. This is
0: this is very true.
1: I think this might be, like, when we look at this offseason and it's over, it's like, who made the most pathetic move? It will not be a MLB franchise.
2: It will be the league. The, MLB. Yeah. the MLB. I think we could have predicted that, though. We could have predicted that the most pathetic moves would come from the league. That's yeah, true.
1: I mean, especially in a year where there's a lockout. But in terms of, like, I, what we're talking about is that MLB had, who owns the MLB network cut ties with ken rosenthal which if you yeah. know anything about baseball ken rosenthal is that dude i love ken rosenthal
0: yes yeah and uh well no yeah a lot of the speculation is because of ken rosenthal being critical of rob manfred within the last you know year um and uh it's just a bad which, luck. it's like ken... by
2: the way like yeah like by the way Critical, not like 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 slander or anything. Yeah, he's not like, Alex just, Jones. <laughs> like just
1: good reporting.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he never yes.
1: said anything that's not true. Like yeah, I think that's what it kind of comes down to. Yes, he said his opinion, but that's what you want your writers to do. You don't want like writers that are just not opinionated.
0: Yeah, and I don't know. Like I don't read much Ken Rosenthal, but I listen to a lot of Ken Rosenthal on the Athletic Baseball podcast, and like whenever he like is critical of anyone or anything, he always gives counterpoints and always gives, yeah. you know, like he doesn't just like put anything, one in a bad light without supporting it or saying what their side of the story might be. And it's just such a bad look to me. And like, it's not that they fired him, it's that his contract was up and they didn't pick it up again, but it's like yeah. as Ken Rosenthal dude and your MLB yeah. network, you need to have him on there. Yeah. Unless you, you it's you not like want he's asking God. For... <laughs> yeah.
1: You, you know, the crazy thing is, I think this might be good for Ken Rosenthal's career in the sense that MLB Network just sucks. Like, it really does. Yeah. Like, how many baseball fans do you know that actually watches MLB Network?
2: I mean, like, I don't. <laughs> almost
1: none. <laughs> like, it's just, there's not a lot of shows on mlb network worth watching like the only reason you'd ever turn it on is for highlights but you can like find that easily in mlb at bad app right so i mean when you look at it like he was already writing a bunch of articles for the athletic like noah said he's on the podcast for the athletic he's still like sideline reporter for fox i think it is yeah i hope that's the right
0: company yeah
1: fox (laughs) yeah and then like i'm sure he'll do something else like I don't know. I mean, we saw Chris Rose, who came up from MLB Network. He ended up with John Boy, does a podcast for them. Not saying Ken Rosenthal is going to go to John Boy, but there's a lot of opportunities out there for Ken Rosenthal. Who knows? He might just do more with Athletic now. Maybe the Athletic
2: makes a show. That would be wild if he went to John Boy. (laughs) Oh, dude, John Boy would take over if they did that. Nutty. Yeah.
0: Because honestly, I don't think that's John Boy.
1: No, it's probably not.
0: Um, but uh, we got to shout out one of the big takes um, from postseason hero, Tyler Matzik, which we, ha- we need to talk about another thing about Tyler Matzik, too. But he said, uh, Ken Rosenthal stands at five foot, four and a half inches, but still towers over Rob Manfred. Fire, uh, fire one of their premier reporters in baseball because he critiques you. That's his job hashtag soft, hashtag rent free, hashtag doing laps. (laughs) Um, So yeah, Tyler Matzik, definitely emotional over this, uh, this parting of ways. But uh, I think the thing I'd like to highlight the most here is that Tyler Matzik on Twitter, uh, his at is Tyler Matzik, but then his, you know, his profile name is Tyler. And then in quotation marks nutsack (laughs) and matsick and it's like it's just so impossible to take this dude hey what else would you want from your reliever
2: hey yeah Uh, i'm sorry that's a world series champion (laughs) tyler (laughs) nutsack (laughs) matsick so i just imagine like wants
0: (laughs) like a new show you know how they'll show tweets about, yeah. you know, and it was just showing up at <laughs> Tyler Netsack, magic. Oh, yeah, that'd get a blurring on
2: national television for sure. That's <laughs> yeah, funny. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: One of the craziest things that's happened through this postseason is that, like, yes, we're in a lockout, right? So nothing's been going on. It seems like every week there's just, like, more and more players that are just like, yeah, I'm going to retire. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's like I, I don't know if it's they're just like looking at the state of negotiations and are like, man, dude, this doesn't look good. Like, let's just retire, right? Like, I hope it's not that. But so over the last two weeks, we had Cameron Babin retire. We had Melky Cabrera retire. And most of all, like the biggest name, we had John Lester retire. Which yeah, I mean, John Lester's a big name, Melky Cabrera. I have a soft spot in my heart being a Giants fan. Definitely I also not also big
2: a name. Could have sworn Melky was already retired, but <laughs> <apparently> not.
1: <laughs> yeah, that doesn't I, surprise
2: me. I literally I literally saw that headline and I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's <laughs> old news. Yeah. That happened like two years ago.
1: <laughs> and then, dude, Cameron Mabin, I feel like is one of those players I remember from like MLB 2K who had like high potential and was really young. Yeah. Because I would yeah. always try getting him on my team.
0: He just like, I feel like also never physically aged at all. So it still seems yeah. like he's young and he's sort tired.
1: But honestly, all three had great careers. Obviously John Lester, the most yeah. prestigious oh, yeah. of those.
0: Yeah. John Lester, 200 career wins. Exactly. By the way. Oh, um, and yeah, some little factoids about him. So 2008 to 2014, the last you know, a couple starts of 2014, we were with the A's, but most of that time with the Red Sox, He averaged 207 innings a season with the 300, a 300, <laughs> a 347 ERA. And that's just being an absolute, you know, horse for your team right there. And then, uh, you know, so obviously a very solid Cubs career too, not just getting a world series, but some really good years in there. And uh, especially like that 2015, 2016, uh, those couple of seasons and, Particularly, I had no idea about 2016 because that was like the height of Jake Arrieta and that's where all the hype was. But, um, you know, Lester had a two, four, four ERA over 200 and two, 202 and two thirds innings pitched, And it's like, man, it Quite just feels like, twister. yeah, <laughs> you had that, but yeah, at the same year as, you know, Cal Hendricks and Jake Arrieta were doing their thing and it's like, Ariane, I mean, uh, Lester got overshadowed a little bit in uh, Chicago, I feel like, uh, but still was great in those two main stops for him. Yeah, I mean, he was
1: a huge part of those that Chicago World Series, right? Mm -hmm. And he ended up going, because I remember when Schwarber went to Washington, it was like a big thing where he was talking to John Lester. He was like, hey, come to the Nationals with me, right? And then they both, uh, Lester got traded too, didn't he? Or did he Um, finish?
0: He might have been well, a free agent. No, I think he got traded.
1: Well, I mean, like, midseason. Like, I think they both got traded this year. Am I crazy? Yeah, he got oh, traded yeah. to St. Louis. Yeah. So, like, it was kind of they both went to Washington to be together. Like, let's make one more run. And got traded to St. Louis, where he actually pitched pretty well in St. Louis. I just brought the stats. Went 4-1 and one with a 4-3 ERA, which, I mean, at 37 years old, you can't expect, like, ask for much more, right? Yeah. No. So... Congrats to John Lester,
0: Not- Oakland A's legend.
1: Oh, Oakland A's legend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not even like. Not even. Oh, eleven yeah, starts, pitched- yeah.
1: Yeah, eleven starts. I mean, yeah, he pitched twenty-one starts that year with Boston, eleven with Oakland. Man, what a career! Congrats to him. Yep. All right.
0: So uh, I guess I mean, yeah, Milkman was fun. Camera maybe yeah. was. Fun. Uh, some other news, uh, I guess. Uh, if you're like me and like some baseball cards, uh, I mean, I, I every yeah, once in a while. But Fanatics has purchased Tops. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if that brings anything new, um, brings any new exciting cards or more accessibility to cards. Just maybe packaging stuff with some yeah, cool Fanatics gear. I don't know. I got a little excited about that. Cool. <laughs>
2: I mean, that's that's about the peak of our offseason news right there.
1: <laughs> I think uh, do one of you guys want to give the so we had an update right to the two oh, yes. sides disagreeing in our lockout to, to yeah. maybe make a attempt getting back together. Do one of you guys want to give an update on how that update went?
0: <laughs> right. we? I mean, yeah, <laughs> Adam, you can give the update and then I'll give my thoughts and feelings.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. from from Jeff Passan, uh, you know, another uh, institution as far as base, baseball writers go.
0: Um,
2: but yeah, his uh, his labor update. Uh, yeah, the No Deal. Um, nice. Yeah, MLB made a proposal. Players didn't like it. Um, I don't think anyone really expected it to go well. Um, yeah, I'm sp- spring training starting on time. Not looking good.
0: No doubt, and it's funny now that we're in the off season and doing every two weeks for the podcast, I feel like it gives me enough time to come back to the podcast with the exact same feelings every time about, (laughs) about the lockout to where I just want to be like, it is just embarrassing. And so just infuriating that it's like, we're barely meeting we're barely talking. And it's like, just grow up. Oh my God. Just to figure it out the fact there is not like a daily
1: conversation or even like every other day is embarrassing. Like, you know, if it had gone a month and a half and no agreement, but like fans knew, like, Hey, they're in communication. They're talking every three days. They're making an attempt. This just doesn't even seem like they care about starting the season on time at this point.
0: Exactly. And it's just like, it's, it's so infuriating and just, ah, man.
1: Like, They knew it was coming. They knew the two sides obviously are going to want it to benefit them, right? The owners are always going to want it to benefit them. The players are always going to want it to benefit themselves, which makes sense. Okay. But like, you're never going to come to an
0: agreement if you don't
1: talk. It just, it sounds so simple.
0: What's the key to every relationship? (laughs) Communication. 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 Communication
1: do you know yeah. what, maybe that's what the players union and the owners needed to go to just uh some Couple, couples therapy, couples therapy. <laughs> honestly
0: <laughs> i think so i very much think so oh, couple's be
2: counseling. Hilarious. yeah well i mean hey it, it, that's gotta be better than what we're doing now
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah since we're still on lockout we put together some uh fun games because that's what Ooh. we've been doing oh game time <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay
1: Noah, coming in with the sounds yeah so since it was my turn what i decided to do is <laughs> instead of making it more work for myself i'll make it more work for uh, adam and noah so what yeah. i did is mm-hmm. gave them a list of players and was like hey i'm gonna be this player when free agency starts you're a team trying to convince me to go there so We have a list of players, and they picked their teams, and they're going to try convincing
0: me. It's time to play Sell That Team. (laughs) (laughs) Just shamelessly using the Family (laughs) Feuds song. Uh, So we're going to start with a
1: high-profile free agent. Who was on the Cubs?
0: Okay, I thought you were going to say Donovan Solano. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. uh Yeah,
1: Joe Panic. Where's he going?
0: Oh, no, we got to say that. One. <laughs> no, no, no. We, yeah, man, the answers are too good for, that. for last, guys, baby. Best for last. Yeah, okay,
1: okay, okay. No, so where I was going, he's a career Cub, got traded this year to the San Francisco Giants. We are going to start with the premier third baseman, utility man, whatever you want to call him, Chris Bryant. Which one wants to go first?
0: Oh yeah. Wait. First, I want to say we're not giving any contract length or something. We're just settling yeah, on the yeah. team fit, location, all that stuff. Exactly.
2: Yeah. I might, I might, I might like do like a little bit of okay. like negotiating as far yeah, as we'll that. Just... But like, it's not like yeah, I'm not giving like numbers because otherwise yeah, yeah. it'd be like, hey, uh yeah, come to uh come to New York, we'll pay you a uh, t- ten billion dollars. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah.
1: If you have, <laughs> I think it wouldn't be unrealistic to say like Chris Bryant's for example, is probably going to sign like a six, seven year contract, right?
2: Maybe It'll
1: probably be somewhere around there. So in terms of that kind of stuff, if you really want to know it, look it up, you can find it.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: So who wants to go first?
2: Ooh, for Chris Bryant, I, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll make my bid. Okay. Chris Bryant seemed like he really liked it on the, uh, on the old West coast. Ooh. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, you He's get a taste. Vegas. Yeah. He likes, he likes it over on the West coast. Um, but, uh, we're, we're going to go maybe a little less dry, uh, than, than Vegas. And, and, uh, maybe he likes it in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, I think, uh, I think, Hey, I'm the Seattle Mariners and I go, oh. we just, we just dropped a bag for Robbie Ray. We've got a, we now have a reigning Cy Young winner. Um, and you know what? We can use a third basement and we could use some additional flexibility. Hey, Chris, Chris Bryant, that's a good fit for that. Ooh. Come to Seattle.
0: Okay. okay, okay. Okay, well, you know you are from Las Vegas, Chris Bryant, as you mentioned just a moment ago. <laughs> Uh, you probably want to stay on that west coast but you maybe maybe you don't like the rain quite as much mm. um so that's why you should come to the beautiful southern california you should come to the san diego padres because guess what eric cosmer not that good uh <laughs> <laughs> and guess what you have positional flexibility guess what Fernando Tatis Jr., sometimes injured, we could use you in the infield, give Machado a day off, play you at first, play you in the outfield. It's just the perfect fit for you. We got a young up-and-coming team. We're looking to get healthy on the pitching side of things, really make a push in this NL West, and you are at the center of that, Chris Bryant.
2: Okay. So he, he, he does not believe that he's at the center of that, not on a team with Tatis. <laughs> Don't even start with that one. So, so just
1: to give the people listening some perspective on how I'm going to make this decision. Right. Cause like, I'm going to try eliminating my mental bias. Right. Cause like me in my mind, I think the Mariners is a great fit, but I'm trying to look at this from Chris Bryant's point of view. Right.
2: Sure.
1: Um, so from Chris Bryant's point of view, when you're looking at these two teams, which team's more likely to offer you more money I'm going to say if the Seattle Mariners are willing to spend, it's probably them. They have more roster flexibility in terms of spending cash. They got rid of Kyle Seager. There's a clear spot. The Padres, yes, there's a clear spot. It's more of the position he played with the Giants, right, where you're rotating positions. He seemed to like that role. So that doesn't seem too big of an issue. Eric Hosmer, we don't know how much longer he's going to be a San Diego Padre. I think Chris Bryant would rather play for the Padres, but I think presented these two options, he would take more money to play for the Mariners. So <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: it, it just has to happen. I don't know if the Padres are necessary necessarily willing to spend the money it'll take to take a, take to get a Chris Bryant, but I
2: really like that fit if, if they found a way to work. Oh, yeah. I, I love that. Fit. I think it's it just makes sense. Yeah. For it, the Mariners. Yeah. <laughs> it makes yeah, so much sense for the Mariners. I
0: saw Adam's, like, pick, and I was like, oh, that's nice, but I want to go somewhere else. I don't want to do the yeah. same thing. No, that's <laughs> fair.
2: that's fair. Yeah, we, yeah, we are intentionally trying to go on different teams. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Okay.
0: Next up,
1: uh, I'm not going to go in order because I don't want to do two Giants in a row, so we're okay. going to mix it up. We're going to go to the playoff hero, Jock Peterson. Oh baby. <laughs> Where is Jock Peterson? Yeah. Go?
0: Uh, I, Adam, I think you gotta we gotta save the finale for you. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that kind of worries me. Why
0: why <laughs> now <it> Go. <laughs> okay. So Jock Peterson you got some versatility as well. You could play some first base, some okay. outfield. Yes, I can. You're a strong left-handed power bat.
1: I wear some pearls.
0: You wear some pearls. Might as well. I feel like you'd look good with some emeralds too. Why don't you come on down to the Emerald City, Seattle, baby. Oh. Seattle. Come to Seattle Mariners. Be a power bat for us. Go you for know Chris Bryant. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe not, you know, if depending <laughs> on that um adam frazier you know he'll be second base okay. outfield you could play some outfield first base dh you know i just think it's a good fit and you talk about fun differential jock peterson's fun differentials off the charts off the come charts. to seattle
2: the vibes I very much fit. argue with that one oh but you will i mean i will <laughs> <laughs> are you are you a player with a lot of upside <laughs> but you settle into mediocrity way too often you are you'd be a perfect fit for the baltimore orioles (laughs) jock buddy you gotta be part of the 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 build into that upside we have settled into mediocrity too much you've settled into mediocrity too much you've hit your but you've shown some upside you were the playoff hero Come to Baltimore. Be the upside that this team desperately needs, <laughs> please. <laughs> um. Mine's less of a deal, more of a plea. <laughs> <laughs> just a beg on both these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: I must say, being Jock Peterson, uh, I'm gonna go vibe out in Seattle,
2: right? Yeah, uh.
0: yeah. You're not gonna go to.
2: Ball. <laughs> For me, it was just I just I just saw the parallel of like. Team that has like flashed greatness, but been otherwise kind of eh. <laughs> it feels kind of jock to me.
1: A flashing greatness is a strong explanation of the Orioles. They've shown um,
2: definite like upside. Uh,
1: yeah, and then been definitely terrible. Um, Jock Peterson gonna vibe out in Seattle. Yeah, yeah.
2: He's I mean, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think that would actually make a lot of sense if he's willing to be like an a rotational outfielder. Right. Or like Noah said, he could play some first, even. I think I it just, makes
0: a lot of sense. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess they did <clears throat> drop a bag on Robbie Ray, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like they're still in a more transitional phase as opposed to like where they would get a guy like jock, as opposed to Chris Bryant. Yeah. That's just how I that's feel.
1: Fair. They, they're they have these very young outfielders, right? Taylor Trammell, uh, Jared Kalanick, they have a, uh, the other one's Julio Rodriguez, right?
0: Um, I have it in front. Uh, Jake Fraley is on their starting lineup. Here, let me see their bench.
1: Yeah, I think Julio Rodriguez is like their uh, super young. He's still a prospect. I don't even think he's been called up yet. And then they obviously, Jared Klinik, the big name, Taylor Trammell had some good games.
0: So I think Jock Peterson. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think Jock Peterson's a great guy to put around those, right? He's had the playoff success. He knows what it takes to be a good outfielder in the MLB. I don't know. I don't know who else you'd want. Like, he's a great player to have around the young outfielders.
2: Yeah, no That's doubt. No totally doubt. Totally fair.
1: I like that one. Um. So now that we went a little lower profile, I want to go back to a bigger profile guy. I'm gonna go with. Where is Trevor's
2: story gonna go?
0: Mm. You want to go first. Or you want me to go first, Adam?
2: Um. I'm interested in in your reasoning here.
0: Okay. So, Trevor Story, you've had a solid career in in uh, Chicago, in Colorado. In Chicago, <laughs> I've done my research. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you've had yeah, you've had a very solid career in Colorado. You know, last year wasn't quite what you normally do. The second half was solid, but because of that, you know, maybe maybe teams aren't quite as interested in you you want to you want a pillow contract you want a one or two year deal and then try and get it back you want to prove yourself not at elevation
1: kind of be like marcus Simeon, in a
0: sense exactly like marcus Simeon. thank you brian for saying that Um, did
1: i I prompt something we have
0: seen (laughs) we have seen the pillow contract work in this exact location coming from shortstop to second base uh, Marcus Simeon got a major bag after taking a pillow contract in Toronto. So why don't you come on down to the T dot, hit some bombs, play alongside Laddie, uh, Bo, and just Lour- and Lourdes, and it just just come to Toronto, hit some bombs, prove yourself, and then get your bag.
1: I um, accidentally kind of spoiled that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I
1: don't think it's interesting option. Like, kind of, yeah, like you said, similar contract to Marcus yep. Simeon, just a one year, prove it. Not a prove Maybe. it though. Still get money. A little yes. more proof,
2: but yeah, yeah. Mm. But I, I think, I think I have a good, a, a good argument for this for my team okay. as well here. Yeah, Trevor's story, man. You, you want, you want a couple things, right? You, you want, you want a team that doesn't suck. Obviously, okay. yeah. You got to go to a team that is not terrible. And uh, I I think, you know, we know, we know Trevor Story, not happy, not happy with Colorado. So what better thing for Trevor Story than a little bit of revenge? Keep in the division. Come to San Diego. You get to play Colorado. You get to beat your team. And you get to be on a team that doesn't suck. Tatis, (laughs) Tatis. We've been playing, we've been planning and, and, and messing around moving him out of shortstop. Maybe Tatis is an outfielder. Maybe he's somewhere else in the infield. But hey, Trevor's story at shortstop means that we get the ability to move Tatis wherever we want. And you get to be on a lineup with him and you get to beat the crap out of the Rockies.
1: Hmm. That's an interesting idea. The logistics of it, I'm a little. Worried about because right, we have all-star second baseman, Drake Cronenworth. You have Fernando Tatis Machado. It's a pretty full infield. That is interesting. There was talk of Trevor Story potentially playing some center field at the trade deadline if he got traded. Interesting, interesting. As Trevor Story, I think I take the Blue Jays, though, just because of the there's a clear path to playing time, right? The Padres gets a little sure. more muddied. It gets a little more muddied i agree so i i think you guys are both in the right direction though where story's gonna take that Simeon type deal the one year 19 oh, yeah. mil or whatever it is yeah mm-hmm. and like honestly maybe even the giants put their name in that bag too i like throwing the giants out but they were rumored to be talking to Simeon. so yeah you're looking know. to make they're looking to make upgrades at second i'd love that as a giants fan i must say yeah. um but yeah, I'm going to go Blue Jays between those two. Yeah,
0: I mean, I guess Brian Adam didn't really lose that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I, it's 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 actually I mean, it's interesting. The only reason I think the Blue Jays wouldn't even look for him is both of the Blue Jays top prospects are shortstops. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so and, and, you know, so maybe they think that they're ready to go or maybe they would take that deal and then give those want, give those prospects give a couple a year. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of time.
1: Yeah, it would be interesting, man. Very, very interesting. Uh, next player, we are gonna go to a guy who's captured my heart, Donovan Solano, Donnie Baseball, as they call him. him. Where is he going?
2: Mm, I, can, I, I can start this one out. I right. think this is a. This is. I think this is a case. He has captured your heart. I think he's captured the organization's heart. I think from San Francisco, I think we offer him a better deal. I think, we, I, think he, I think we keep him in the Bay. We keep him in San Francisco. I think that's where he's most appreciated.
0: Okay. Well, like well Donovan Solano, I'm not going to tell you where I think you're going. I'm going to tell you where I know you're going. Oh. oh. <laughs> Donovan Solano, oh. Uh, do I have the spot for you? We need a second baseman. We are a little team called the Chicago White Sox. We currently have Lurie Garcia slotted in as number one in our second base depth. Come to Chicago, just be a table setter, you know, uh, get on base, just let Yasmani Grandal, Jose Abreu, and Eloy Jimenez just hit bombs. You'll score some runs. You know, just be a solid option for us at second base, some nice contact, getting on base, playing solid defense. It's where you want to be, Chicago White Sox. We look huh. forward to having you.
1: <laughs> this is a very interesting one. I think both are very good, likely options. Uh, the San Francisco Giants, I mean, they've kind of shown that they have the ability to move on, right? They have La Stella, who's kind of a second baseman, and then they have Dubon. They have some younger options, too, that haven't quite proved themselves.
2: Mm-hmm. So do
1: the Giants opt for the proven veteran and Donovan Solano, who's been great for them? Do they go younger? At some point, this Giants team needs to go younger. Is it now? Is it not? Who knows? But then the White Sox, they have a very young team. They probably could use a veteran like Solano. I mean, not that they don't have veterans on their team, but a little more veteran expertise for that Chicago White Sox team could be a good thing. I actually really like the fit on the White Sox a lot more than I thought, but I love Donnie baseball, so I'm going to have to bring him back to the bay. Uh,
2: easy points. <laughs> I'm, tell, him your, tell him your
0: secondary answer, Adam. <laughs> uh,
1: will I want to hear this? If you want uh, <laughs> you,
2: you Tommy to join Chalk in Baltimore.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> even though I picked uh, the Giants, no, will win. I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> the two, no, the two I, even out. Uh... Yeah,
2: yeah, no, I, I think. Well, no, because my pitch for Baltimore would have been like, you know, that's a team that is obviously like in the gutter, and I think they want to bank on maybe some some They're, younger guys.
1: That, um, honestly, that's not too crazy of a thing to say. Donovan Solano might end up there. They're looking for guys who are going to be cheap and are able yes. to hit. And yep. at this point, Donovan Solano's career, he can hit and he's going to be cheap. Yes. It just is what it is. So that's not too crazy to say, honestly. No uh, it's next not. up, we are gonna go with Carlos Rodon.
2: <laughs> mm. How are you guys feeling? Um <laughs> I guess I guess I'll 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 uh eh, I, I guess I can start. Okay. Um Rodon, obviously one of the best free agent pitchers right now. Mm-hmm. Um probably you know top two with kershaw of, of people unsigned right now um and and with the amount of time that there is uh in in the uh, the glorious lockout that we do have um you know i think that uh i think that he'll be more than happy to just st- settle back at home in chicago i think he stays with the white Sox. i think i don't i don't see another team ready to drop a massive bag for rodon i think yeah. that he takes maybe a little bit of a discount stay with the team that you've seen so much success on um you know st- stick around in chicago stop fix don't bro- wait it's not broken don't fix it. pretty much fed <laughs> <said> that wrong <laughs> pretty much
1: okay and uh no where where do you think i should go
0: so carlos rodon what's one thing of other- it every left-handed pitcher wants to do is they want to join another legendary left-handed pitcher. And I'm going to present you the opportunity to join Andrew Heaney (laughs) on the the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, we need some. We need uh, some not, pitching. not really. Not really
2: no, the no. legendary lefty that you think of with the Dodgers.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, you could even say. I mean, the legendary lefty's not on the team
0: anymore. I know but but no, still, not. So
1: there's Julio Urias still. Yeah, man. and David Price
0: <laughs> too. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, we need some pitching. We've got some forward-thinking minds keeping you healthy. We'll give you some time. We got you know we got arms down on the, in the farm if you need a little extra time. Get yourself right. And just show who you are. We'll give you a nice. Well, I just said I was going to say contracts, but you know, I don't think it's going to be a pillow deal. I think we can get a you know multi-year deal worked out here, um, and I think you'd be a great fit in Los Angeles, right alongside Andrew Yeah, that's an interesting one.
1: Uh, I don't know if the Dodgers like so you Adam says go to the White Sox for a discount but like will the Dodgers be offering more than the White Sox would in that situation oh that just scared me Um, (laughs) I think Carlos Rodon between these two options goes back to the White Sox he's comfortable there he knows it works the White Sox are an up-and-coming team not to say the Dodgers aren't good obviously if he wants to ring chase he'd go to the Dodgers but I think I I like the White Sox. Stay home, stay comfortable.
2: Yeah. Fair, fair.
1: Well, speaking of the Dodgers, let's go to their free agent. Where Mm. is Kenley Jansen going to go?
0: Kenley Jansen. Okay, I guess I'll start this because it's been a you know, it's been a long honored tradition in our team to uh, just kind of throw money at the bullpen and Hope it I like works that. out. It doesn't always work out. we have had some tough luck in the past years, and we've made some trades that have come back to look rather foolish. But guess what? That's ending this year with you, Kenley Jansen. Oh. Join National League MVP Bryce Harper. Come on down to the Phillies. Mm. Join our bullpen. Help us sure it up. And you know what? We're making the push in least this year come to us
2: that is interesting that is that is indeed interesting would
1: kenley be coming into the phillies as a closer
2: yes okay i like that yeah all right we've got a team that was really dang close to the playoffs and one of the biggest reasons that we were so close but didn't make it was having a roster that just couldn't hold leads late because of either closing mishaps or just general relief, uh, poorness. Uh, we've got young arms. And when we tried to get a veteran closer, he was injured all year. We want to try that same strategy again, be the mentor for our young arms in the bullpen. Come to Toronto. Oh, Toronto trade that Dodger blue for some Toronto blue interesting you know the phillies
1: like noah said long history of throwing a bag at people it would help their pitching staff out they can tell ranger suarez look you're gonna be a starter no more messing around in the bullpen <laughs> yeah. um and the blue jays like they could definitely use the help at the back end of their bullpen like yes, you they never gonna they be could. They upset tr- about they
2: tried it with kirby yates and then kirby yates didn't pitch <laughs> yeah is he a free <laughs> agent now He's already signed, I think, somewhere oh, else. Nice. <laughs> I don't that. remember where. Uh
1: I think I would go with the Blue Jays as Kinley Jansen. Wow. Even though the Phillies is a I think these are both like very good practical options. Yeah. I think they both make a ton of sense.
0: Um yeah. Yeah. Uh, this, part of me this, still thinks
1: he ends up in LA and oh, yeah. Dodger fan will totally
0: a possibility. Yeah creates a sign with the atlanta Braves.
1: oh oh Oh, that's very interesting actually
2: but yeah kenley uh, that that comes
1: from i want the jays to get kenley jansen i think kenley jansen might be the most like disrespected player by his own fans
2: oh god yes absolutely (laughs) we've definitely (laughs) talked about this but yeah like the jays because like jordan romano towards the end of the year was he was good and he started settling into a more closer role but that was never like his job originally (laughs) Like the Jays had other people for that, they were just hurt. Um, Yeah, God, I would love Kenley Jansen as a as a good veteran closer. Mm.
1: Okay, now let's go back to another high profile bat. We got Michael Conforto. Where is Michael Conforto? This
0: this is where we have we have a we agree on this one. I'll start us off.
1: Yeah. So I have no say in this.
0: No, you (laughs) don't. Well, I guess if you don't like it. Again. I could say no. That, that,
2: that is true. You could just say, yeah, you don't want to go here. I'm so, going to hold out. I'm going to hold out for the season.
0: <laughs> you know, Michael, our relationship with you in the past hasn't always been the smoothest. Oh. Sometimes you've uh, stuck your elbow out in places that we didn't oh. appreciate. No. Oh. And. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, really screwed us over, if we're going to be honest. So. Yeah, really. You I know what?
2: Kind of disrespectful.
0: Yeah. I, think we're I being, might know we'll who this team level is. <laughs> uh, kind of disgusting. But guess what? <laughs> we know you're just competing hard, and we want that hard, competitive nature on our team. We just signed a nice right handed hitting outfielder, and Avis Garcia. We want to mm. add you to the team as well. You're going to be our nice left-handed bat. Come join the one of the sneaky, funnest teams in the league. Come become a Miami Marlin. woo Dude, you got to love sneaky fun. Sneaky, like, I not like fun. sneaky fun such
2: a fun team.
1: I think Michael Conforto to the Marlins makes a lot of sense. I mean, gives them a good bat. Like, they have Jazz Chisholm coming up. Yep. Like you guys said, they uh, signed Avisel Garcia, Aguilar, got miguel rojas it's a fun little team it'll be interesting how that works out it is indeed a fun team i like that one i like the marlins you guys both get a
2: w we agreed on it yeah we absolutely we that's that was one we agreed on we both said marlins i'm i'm the same like level on that i think that conforto to the marlins just i think would feel good
1: for both so the next player on this list is one i added in because he's a personal favorite player of mine. I love watching him play baseball. And honestly, he does not get the respect he deserves in the game of baseball. I feel like, because even at his age, he's still balling out as one of the best defensive shortstops. Where is
2: Andrelton Simmons going to go?
0: You want to, you want to go first, Adam?
2: Um, I, I guess, yeah, I can go first. I think that, dralton simmons you should come to a team that obviously we rebuilding a bit and you know we we showed that we were we were willing to sort of full send a rebuild we are ready to just kind of start clean start fresh and start good again we want to pull you because we recognize that defensive talent we recognize that you're going to be disrespected by a lot of teams and we think that we think that you have a place on a on a historic franchise, and bringing that historic franchise back to the World Series this time, not on a hundred year gap. Oh, and the Chicago Cubs. Interesting,
1: interesting. We want that
2: defensive prowess. We want that respectful, a good to put good a defense. Players.
1: Yeah, I like it. I like it. Okay, Noah, where are you thinking?
0: You know. <clears throat> Uh, mr simmons there's been some talk of us going in another direction perhaps a carlos correa type you know maybe a trevor story type but that would just be far too dangerous Uh, so please come to us become the greatest defensive shortstop in our history oh (laughs) Uh, come to the new york yankees oh Uh, oh, (laughs) (laughs) You know, Actually, just yeah. be a solid presence for us, and uh, you won't get appreciated by the fans. They'll just talk about how bad you are offensively. But just be a great defender for us. Why don't you,
1: dude? <laughs> I honestly love Simmons to the Yankees. I'm I'm going Yankees because, like, wow. dude, you can, like, I'm thinking about you could put Glaber at second, put Lemayu at third, right, and then Urshela yeah. kind of be the rotation guy. I think it makes a ton of sense. It The Yankees' biggest problem last year, especially I feel like in the playoffs, it was obvious. Their defense was horrendous. And Simmons immediately is a massive upgrade defensively. Yeah, he might not be the best offensively, but he gets on base, and do you know what? With the defense he plays, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think you're exactly right. Yankees fans will hate him. Yeah. But oh it would be such a good fit <laughs>
0: no. also um just quick to support both adam and i uh, yeah. michael conforto his career at the marlins park nice solid 857 ops uh, yeah so yeah just, and also um my original answer for this was the cubs was as the well cubs, yeah and i was going to say We've already got perhaps the greatest fielding pitcher of all time, and Marcus Stroman. He's going to get you a lot of ground balls. Come, just show mm, out defensively dude, in Chicago.
1: I, I mean, I think Chicago's a very likely landing place as well. Like Chicago are looking for players that are veterans, kind of like the Orioles earlier, where I said they're looking for yep. the veterans that can play every day, play well, and not cost a lot. And the fact of the matter is Simmons is ultra disrespected and won't cost a lot yeah so i think the cubs Fair. is a good idea as well um next up i will go with let's go with brad Hand next where is brad hand gonna go he's kind I of def- been up and down some highs some lows
0: i definitely no. know where my meme answer wants to be just in spite of adam <laughs> <laughs> no
1: no. back to toronto no, yeah. no no
0: no 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 please but i won't i won't say that uh, what would you like would you like to go first or second adam
2: uh i can i can go first i guess
0: um yeah
2: red hand we we know you've had some ups and downs hey so have we <laughs> uh so have we i mean haven't we all but we've definitely had one of the biggest ups uh recently um granted we started on a down but we showed that we we had it in us uh, to really succeed. And one of the, one of the things that, that we think we need is just a, maybe an arm in the bullpen that has a chance to, to push some of those streaks a little bit farther into the wins than the losses. Um, okay. We've already got a couple of excellent bullpen arms. And we think that you push that, that you in our, in our roster, as a, as a good bullpen arm pushes us even a little bit further. Come to St. Louis. Come to the Cardinals. We want a veteran in that pen that can keep us winning.
0: Wow. That's excellent pitch, Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Mister Hand, I want you to know that I'm standing up for this pitch right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Got the energy flowing. Yep. Yeah. Um, Brad, I think we're on a first-name basis. We're familiar <laughs> with each other. A uh, quick question, Brad. Where where are your best years as a pitcher? Oh,
1: definitely in Cleveland. <laughs> San
0: Diego. <laughs> San Diego. It's a beautiful place to live. I know you enjoyed it. I remember. Just come back to San Diego. Give us some more depth in the pen. I, you know, we got the big palm, a solid lefty, but Craig Stammen, Emilio Pagán. But Emilio Pagán's really not been that good after he left Tempe. But um, Yeah, we need some depth. We want you in here, and we know that you've loved it, had success here. Just come back to a good team. Pitch for us.
1: This is interesting because I think the Cardinals is the way more likely option for Brad Hand between these two. But I think if Brad Hand gets a – it could be like a major league minimum deal. I don't think he would care much. With the Padres, he'd go back, right? It's a very young, talented team. He's not going to have a lot of, like it's not going to all be on him if he goes to San Diego. Like there's other relievers that are big names there to help out carry the burden. And maybe he could just focus up and find what he had last time he was there. So I think Brad Hand between these two would pick the Padres, but I think the Cardinals are more likely if that makes any sense.
2: No, it makes sense. Yeah, like the odds that the Padres actually offer him is less than if the cards will.
1: Yes, I agree. So I'm going to go with the Padres because I like that option, but I like your choice, really. Uh, So the last non-meme one is uh, where is Kikuchi going to go?
2: Oh. Oh, Solid lefty pitch. All right. Hey, hey, you say, I'm going to be level with you. Mm -hmm. Our pitching kind of sucks. That's not a great Um, selling point we we started a guy who had a he had a ERA north of 5. He was in our starting rotation and he was he was pretty bad. Uh and 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 he was shockingly maybe one of even our bright spots for starting pitching. Um we think uh you know we think it's about time that we've gone all in and become a winner again. Oh. And we think that, uh, that, that you coming in, maybe being an ace, maybe our number two in the rotation is a good place to be to back up our new half-billion-dollar offense. Oh. Come to Texas.
1: Interesting. Interesting choice.
0: Okay, Mr. Kikuchi, when you came to this league, you followed in the footsteps of the greatest Japanese baseball player of all time, Ichiro Suzuki. You were there for his final game. That was awesome. You know, why not just keep the tradition going following great Japanese players? Come to the Los Angeles Angels, play alongside Shohei Otani, join that rotation, uh, make Noah's hot take wrong that Michael Lorenzen's going to throw the most in these pitch, of these on the Angels. <laughs> <laughs> and just show out in front of not just the city of los angeles but the entire country of japan because all eyes are on the angels with shohei otani and just represent japan together two countrymen also just a great fit on our team
1: okay so i really like that angels option right i mean it's been noted that like japanese baseball players like to play on the west coast right closer to japan uh He gets to play with Otani, which, I mean, probably for both of them is a good thing, right? Like, just another person to bond with that speaks their native language. Um, The Rangers, though, I mean, they have the money they're willing to spend, right? They need pitching. Like, everybody kind of knows the Rangers are going after pitching after this lockout, right? I'm going to go with the angels. I actually really like that man. Like forever, we've been saying, get trout, some help. Now it's turned into get trout and Otani some help. And I think (laughs) the Kikuchi is exactly what it is. Like he doesn't need to be their ACE, but he's going to be great as a number two or three for the angels.
2: Yeah. I I do want to say, I also thought he'd be great on the angels, but Noah had already put that. Okay, (laughs) Um, And I also, I also, was it? i i think that the rangers just get kershaw or some crap like that like i think the rangers just spend stupid money i think the <laughs> rangers are going to be a
1: retirement home and just get a lot of really old successful pitchers
0: yeah they yeah. might yeah my uh, secondary bid is uh you know you could you, know, you could join shohei obviously great japanese player but you could also perhaps join say <laughs> oh, like, suzuki like, suzuki on the Red Sox, there's some chatter oh.
2: that
0: he's going to be think, going to the Red Sox, you know, following Koji's oh. footsteps. I know you have a great relationship with Koji, or, or Suzuki has a great relationship with Koji. He, it sounds like he might be going there, but I oh, am. Yeah. So that and he now signs I with him. the Giants. It's I love
1: Suzuki's on the Giants. Right. Um, yeah.
0: Well, I love Kikuchi, <laughs> and uh, I love him on the Red Sox. Yeah,
1: I would also love Kikuchi on the Giants because they <laughs> need pitching. Um, <laughs> So, last but definitely not least, oh, probably the highest profile free agent on this list. Yeah, where is Joe Panic going? The locker room god,
2: <laughs> he's gonna sign up one day with the Giants and retire.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting
1: that. <laughs>
2: i could also see him going to a foreign league though i could see him going to japan or something just for the memes you get respected uh, there
0: solid defense contact guy yeah yeah,
2: he's he's absolutely like the kind of guy that like a japanese team would be like yeah awesome get that guy but also i could totally see him one day the giants retiring how old is joe panic i don't even know he's not even that old i just think that he's just not starter material for most teams um, wow the disrespect so... oh he's not <laughs> exactly starter
0: material for a team adam
2: yeah look he's starter he's, he's starter 31. locker room material okay. dare i say all-star locker room material <laughs> hall of fame yeah. locker room
0: yeah yeah Come
2: on. no totally fair um you know, but yeah, I, I think, I think, you know, Noah will probably win this one just off of mine being kind of a meme. So,
0: yeah. Okay. So, so I think we could all agree right now is a very stressful time to be a free agent. Um, you don't know when you're going to be able to negotiate with these major league teams. You don't know when the season's going to start. It's just, uh, is the lockout going to end in like late March? And then all of a sudden we're scrambling to find a deal when the season's about to start. I, I just don't know. Take that stress out of your life, Joe. Sign with the Modesto Nets. You know, our season's going to oh start man. on time. <laughs> and you're a guaranteed starter here. Come join yeah. us, Joe.
1: You know, when Adam was like, Oh no, we'll probably win. Mine's a troll answer. <laughs> I, I was ready for Noah to like, give me something legit.
2: No. Low A? <laughs> oh, wait, wait a minute. I think Modesto's high A. <laughs> nope, they, are de- they
1: are definitely low a. No, they're low
2: A. <laughs>
1: they are 100% low A. <laughs> oh, <my God>. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, congrats, Joe Panic, Joe Panic on, on a great career. Come
0: on down to Modesto. No, I don't know. I guess maybe White Sox. I don't know.
1: <laughs> okay. We'll see Joe Panic play for the. Baltimore doo-doo poo-poos, sadly. <laughs> um and that wraps up that game. Uh, I kept count. So Adam won one, two, three, four, and Noah won one, two, more than that, three, four, five, six. So it ended up being six to four. Congratulations. You Noah know uh, cheated.
2: He didn't oh. say the Orioles for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's basically just a free negotiation win. <laughs> I at least had the balls to attempt to negotiate as the Orioles. <laughs> the Orioles don't
0: try though, so oh. <laughs>
1: it's not okay. As a, yeah, and the, then I had one more game I set up that we'll get oh, through pretty quickly. So it is who led their team in what stat, right? So the first one is the Miami Marlins and home runs. Who do you guys think led the Miami Marlins in home runs in the 2021 season?
0: Are you trying to go quick? Yeah, let's go quick. Uh, Jesus Aguilar.
1: Ooh, who do you think, Adam?
2: Jazz Chisholm? Did he bleed?
1: So there was actually a tie for home runs between Jesus Aguilar and Adam Duvall, who got traded. They both hit 22 home runs.
2: How many did Jazz on hit 20? Jazz
1: Jazz Chisholm hit? hit 18. Oh,
2: Weird.
1: Okay. I so this more- next, yeah, this next one uh, is a player I've never heard of. <laughs> he led the Pittsburgh Pirates in strikeouts while pitching. Oh my not God, not at the no plate. So, <laughs> keep in mind, I've never heard of this player. so
0: I don't know, Chad Cool. I don't know. I, don't, I can't think of hardly any Pirates. Dude, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I can think of a
2: Pirates pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
1: So it was a uh, JT Brubaker.
0: Oh, I seen him on Pitching Ninja. Yeah.
1: With 129 strikeouts. I, I read the name and I was like, I've never seen that name in my life. Hmm. Uh, second place was Will Crow. Oh, yeah. The more you know, right? <laughs> yeah, everybody
2: knows Will Crow. <laughs> That's an easy one.
1: <laughs> so, next up is the Seattle Mariners doubles. Who hit the most doubles for the Seattle Mariners?
0: I'm going to say Mitch Hanniger. Ooh, okay. Ooh. I know it's not Kyle Seeger because we looked at his. He was like home runs to doubles as. Oh, as Kyle yeah, a, I, was, I was thinking was, I was like
2: it might be Kyle Seeger, but then Kyle like, yeah,
1: Seeger was not. third in doubles for the
2: Ty Rams. France. Ty Ooh. France
1: was second. What first is J.P. Crawford?
0: Wow, oh, nice. with okay. thirty-seven
1: doubles, Mitch Haniger had. Mitch Haniger was fourth with twenty-three. Seeger had twenty-nine, and Ty France had thirty-two.
0: Okay, I'll start letting you, know. you go first, Adam. Oh. Yeah.
1: All right. Next up is Phillies continuing this, but instead of doubles, who led the Phillies in triples? Yeah, I don't Just know.
2: Bryce you. Harper? <laughs> oh, oh, I bad.
1: got some reasoning. Bryce Harper it's, hit one.
0: Oh. It's yeah. gotta be the youngster that's looking to hustle all the time. It's Alec okay. Bohm.
1: Uh Alec Bohm had zero. <laughs> Gene. Gene Segura. Uh he's second with three.
0: J T Real
1: Muto led the team with triples. Oh, with four.
0: I forgot about J T Real Muto. Oh
2: man! Wait, <laughs> that's a wait. Hold on, a catcher?
0: <laughs>
1: yes, their catcher he's led them speedy. in triples. He is I the guess. fastest catcher in the league. To be
0: fair to him, he's always oh, yeah. been up there in triples. Yes. Every year, he's up there in triples.
1: Next right, up, cool, is the Minnesota Twins with RBIs. Who led the Minnesota Ooh, Twins? rain
0: Man. The Donaldson. Ooh, Donaldson. No, he didn't I like play him. enough. It's still, no, you're, be, right, no, you're right. You're right. Cruz might that. be ahead of Donaldson.
1: So Donaldson no. was third. Nelson Cruz was fifth.
0: Oh, okay. okay. Oh, so Sano So was second. Oh, place. So, Buxton Ceno, didn't Ceno, play enough. Buxton. So <laughs> no had
1: 75 RBIs. The player that led them had 98.
0: Oh, my God. He
1: so was there was, there is oh, a Polanco. significant. Yes, it was yeah. Jorge Polanco. He had a
0: 98 RBIs. Good season. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Great. Next up to get a bit weird. Who had the Red Sox and Steels?
0: I think I know this one and it's weird. Isn't it, Brian? It,
1: it is trolling. I will yeah. say that.
0: Okay. Adam, I'll let you try and guess. It. Like... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'll let you know, Adam. Verdugo? This is a... <laughs> no, this is a player. Verdugo was second. Oh, all right. This is a player that got steals because no one thought he would steal and he just kept doing it for a few weeks until they actually started (laughs) catching on. Until somebody figured it out? They're like, oh, wow, this guy actually is kind of trying to steal a little bit because we don't pay any attention to him. Noah
1: unintentionally said the position he plays.
2: Oh. Vasquez? Yeah, Christian Vasquez. (laughs) When he said catching on. (laughs)
0: also he would always like after every steal he would like stick his tongue out and be so excited that's
1: so dumb (laughs) christian vasquez had eight stolen bases and was caught stealing four times yeah huh uh next up i went (laughs) a bit weird for the next one because i was originally because i wanted to do your guys teams right so i did one of the blue red Sox, one of the blue jays i'm just realizing i also forgot to do one of the giants Eh. whatever who cares um so I did walks, and then I thought that might be too easy. So we're going to do that first, and then I did a harder one. So the first one is, who led the Blue Jays in walks?
0: Brad Hand.
2: <laughs> <laughs> God, it felt like it sometimes. <laughs> no, it was not Brad Hand.
1: Uh, Noah, you, you want to make another guess?
0: Yeah, I got it. Who's in the rotation? I don't know.
1: You want me to say the rotation? Yeah. So you have Ross Stripling, Ryu, Manoa, Matt, and Ray.
0: Oh, Matt's. I'm going to say Matt's.
1: Matt's was second.
0: No, it's Robbie it's not Ray. Ray. It's It was Robbie Ray. Oh, he so, just pitched so many innings. Yes, yep,
1: he, yeah. he pitched 40 innings more than Mats and had nine more walks. Yeah. Yep. So, not big deal, but yes, Robbie Ray yep. did. And then the one that's kind of funnier who hit the most batters for the Toronto Blue
2: Jays? I'll say this a, one.
1: There is a significant gap. Between oh, yeah. It's a, it's second. a, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a big difference. And actually, I'm going to say second place. Second place was Jose Barrios. That kind of surprised me because he only pitched 70 innings with the team and hit seven batters in 70 innings. That's kind of a lot.
0: I feel like Ryu pitches away too much and has too much control.
1: Yeah, Ryu's 11th on the list. He only hit two batters.
0: Yeah, I feel like, I mean, the big thing about Robbie Ray is that his control was -hmm. a lot better. Mm -hmm. But he pitched a lot of innings, so I'm going to say no Robbie Ray. I don't know, maybe Steven Matz again?
1: It is not, no. Adam. Who is it? It's Alec Manoa. Yes,
0: Alec Manoa uh-huh. hits so many people. Oh I my was God, thinking he it was him, but I was like, it couldn't have pitched enough for that dude, to be true. He hit so many people. Alec you have no Manoa.
1: Idea. Alec Manoa <laughs> averaged a hit by pitch every ten innings. Actually, more than wow. a hit by pitch every ten innings, because yeah, he pitched hundred Yeah, he
2: he was basically hitting someone every start. Wow.
1: Actually, almost not every. He pretty much hits someone every nine innings because he pitched 111 and had 16 hit by pitches.
2: Yeah, yeah. Manoa also has the problem of like, yeah, his his two seamer would run in, and then he would uh he would like not adjust to it at all.
1: I feel like that's not always uncommon among younger pitchers, especially ones who have stuff as nasty as Manoa's. Sometimes it's just yep. harder to control.
2: Yeah, yeah. He had the problem where like, yeah, stuff would just bite really hard and like he didn't want to change the way he was throwing so he would just keep doing it (laughs) so uh fun fact alec
1: manoa hit 16 batters on the season (laughs) if you add up every pitcher on the giants they only hit 20 batters all year (laughs) that is kind of crazy to think about that
2: sounds about right he's probably top he's easily top 10 he might be top five in the league he might be the highest in the league that is no uh, he's not the highest in the league no way he didn't uh, play enough. He didn't pitch that many innings. Okay.
1: We're looking this up now on the spot. I'm, <laughs> he's got to be like curious. top.
2: He's got to be like top five or top 10 though. He's up
1: there. Uh, yeah. uh, give me a second. I'm a bit slow. Uh. <laughs> Hit by pitch. Okay. Um, It's loading. <laughs> go it's going. loading. It's thinking. What oh? Why does it default to postseason? <laughs> okay. Uh, Alec Manoa actually finished fourth, tied with Rich Hill. Wait, was uh, I? Oh, I was looking at something no. wrong then because this has Alex Wood tied with Alec Manoa. So my twenty I gave for the Giants was very wrong.
2: Probably postseason.
1: I may have been looking at postseason and not known it. Uh, actually, number one and two in this list are both San Diego Padres. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Austin Adams hit 24 batters and Joe Musgrove hit 18. wait Austin Adams didn't even play that he didn't even
2: play the whole did he play the whole he year? pitched
1: 52 innings and hit 24 batters
2: Oh my wow God. <laughs> oh, that's actually oh <laughs> <terrifying. laughs> he is
1: he is the only person in the top 10 actually other than Carlos Martinez who hit who pitched less than 100 innings
2: that's dangerous.
1: That, yeah, Austin, no, that That's not okay. Was, <laughs> that, I'm actually kind of surprised. That's insane.
2: Wow. I'm
1: surprised. Oh, he's...
2: my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh,
1: man. Oh, that was uh, too good. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed my trivia slash recruitment uh, games.
2: Quick fire trivia. And Can't believe you board. didn't send anybody to Baltimore.
1: bro i can't do that i can't have that on my conscience
2: (laughs) well you don't want to yeah you don't want to be responsible for exiling somebody too
1: i don't want to be responsible for ending careers
2: (laughs) hey whoa 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 the orioles have nowhere to go but up yes and it might take a while before they go up (laughs) (laughs) would take less time Uh, if they had jock peterson though i you're not wrong
1: but you're not necessarily
2: right. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, man. Okay. Well, I had
1: a good time. You guys have anything else to talk about?
0: I've got nothing.
1: I've got nothing at all. Other than just hoping this lockout ends sooner rather than later so we can get back to free agency. <sighs> Please.
2: It's,
0: it's going to go crazy so... whenever it does. But it's,
2: yeah, yeah that. When the dam breaks for free agency, it's gonna be insane. I'm yeah, gonna be no.
0: like, "Oh my
1: god!" <laughs> yeah. yeah, we really need uh, free agency to start. Yeah, I losing my minds over here.
2: I would love spring training, man. Spring training would be great. And
0: also, it like, really
1: would
2: be. Yeah,
0: spring training is like so important to
2: play. You know what else would be really great? Would be if you guys came up here and we could watch a Modesto Nuts game that Joe Panic is starting.
0: (laughs) Yes, (laughs) yes, the legend.
1: Oh, I really hope that doesn't happen. (laughs) It's low A. Everybody who plays (laughs) a low A is like under the age of like twenty three.
2: Whatever, except for Joe Panic, (laughs) who's an awesome locker room guy.
0: Joe Panic, could you imagine? Could you imagine?
2: Yeah, could you imagine the effect he'd have on those guys? Oh my goodness, a legend.
0: I I can't even comprehend that. (laughs) Okay, well, I think I'm done for this episode. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah. Good place to end it. Later.